Hey everyone, welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers of happiness, joy, and a centered approach to success in life. Seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits, to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation, and we're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. So, Melissa, last week, I was on my way to work, Mm -hmm. and I parked in the parking ramp downtown like I always do. Yep. And I I always park on the fourth floor, (laughs) and I take the stairs down. Of course you do. Right? Yep. (laughs) And last week... I parked my car on the fourth floor. I got out. I walked towards the stairway. And the elevators are, of course, right next to the stairs. Right. Yep. And I had this feeling that I should take the elevator. I was like, that's weird. I take the stairs every single time. I never take the elevator. Right. I was like, that is so weird. Why did I get this, like, overwhelming feeling to take the elevator? Hmm. So I was like, ah, whatever. I ignored that <laughs> and I walked down the stairs and I totally pulled my calf muscle. What? Yeah. Like on the last stair on the way down. It's like, that was crazy. Huh. And so I hobbled my way to work Yeah. the whole time thinking like, why, why did I have that feeling that I should have taken the elevator? I should have listened to that feeling. Wow. And it got me thinking about intuition. Right. Right, which here we are brings me to da da da. We have a very special guest today. We are with Susan Reichus, and Susan is my coach and mentor, and also friend of a number of years. So uh, Susan is a psychic. Susan is a previous business owner, um, and someone that I trust implicitly. So I'm really excited you're here, Susan. Hello. Hi. Thank you <laughs> for inviting me. I'm happy to give people information if they think it'll be a benefit to them yeah that's awesome i'm excited to like dive into this intuition topic because i mean frankly i don't talk about intuition with anyone very much Mm -hmm. right and i think we all have it but as you know as a self-proclaimed nerd (laughs) i like to really rely on logic over feeling a lot of times so you know we we talk about that a lot right yeah we do we don't really we're not often listening to what our our bodies or the universe is telling us because our our uh, logical brain wants to take over and hijack all that stuff so right let's dive into this side of things well i think you hit a key point because most people will override it they all, we all get nigglings. We all have a sense of who's on the phone or we should go home later for some reason, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some people in business become keenly aware of how, of their gut, they call it, which is right. the same as intuition. They'll get a, like this car salesman will, I found a few that are really psychic because they learn I can make, I can do a deal on this guy really needs a car and he, if I give him a good price, he'll close, I can close mm-hmm. on it, et cetera. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but the point is basically everyone has intuition i mean some people use psychic as a more intense version of intuition but really it's all one and the same the challenge that people have is they don't necessarily pay attention just like jj said they override it 
Right. And with right, a logical right, right. analysis, like, oh, really? How could that be? You know, I'm in a rush, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I remember the same thing. One time I was pulling out, I had to pick up my daughter from uh, kindergarten and I couldn't be late. And I got a clear, this was an audible sound. And by the way, we perceive things all different kinds of ways <clears throat> to go right instead of left. I said, well, then I'll have to go around the block. Then I might be late. Well, sure enough. I decided to go left anyway and hear a brand new guy who had a brand new vehicle. He was drunk and he hit me, but the angle it was at, I ended up taking the fault in the accident. Hmm. So there can, these can be minor things. Like right. you just feel to go to Starbucks in the morning and then you feel that you should talk to the guy in line next to you and you don't know why, but you're shy and you override it. But once you start talking to that person, that might be a link to the next business connection or friend connection or even mm -hmm. romance. Mm -hmm. I think right. we just naturally override this because we're shy. And when mm -hmm. you go to a social gathering and you bring up something about intuition, either people just come at you like, oh, I'm thirsty to talk about this, or they're real clear like, okay, you're uh, crazy. You go have away. a contagious disease or right. you're a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But some of the people who actually overreact to this are the ones that are more intuitive. Like, you know, they say thou dost protest too much, mm -hmm. right? You know, they're, they're uh, adamantly against it because there's fear attached to it. And um, I, I can't skip over not mentioning, there are some people who claim to be psychics or, you know, do various types of tarot on, et cetera, mm -hmm. that are not necessarily on the, on the up and up. Right. But right. the more I find you focus and with people I've mentored, you focus on, say, your spiritual path or being a good, well-intended person. Right, exactly. The gift gets enhanced mm -hmm. it, and it grows over time. Right. Like I've had a lot of psychics call me for readings and they said, well, you know how hard it is not to get your own information. I said, actually, no, I don't. Because mm -hmm. <clears throat> when I was guided to use my gift to help people, which by the way, the time from when I was young, I saw people who knew things in the family and I said, wow. If you could have that gift, think of how you could really help people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, and sure enough, then I already like was downloaded that, that I would be led after being a CEO of a small company to doing this kind of thing mm -hmm. because it goes to the root and the cause of, right. of issues for people. And that's right. more the work I do. But I, what I did was I said, I need to get information myself first to know it's valid. I'm just not going to be handing things off to people not knowing if it's accurate or not. Right. So I made that declaration and then I have that. Though you're not always given, like if you're going to be in a car accident, it's part of your life plan. They don't tell you uh, you're going to be in a car accident. My guides mm -hmm. once told me a month before an accident, you'll be getting a new car soon. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes it's been in a very positive frame. Right. But I have a couple questions. Sure. So you, you've used a, a few different words you've said um, intuition, you've said psychic, you've said, you said one other two, I can't remember what it was, but do you, think that, baby. do you think these things are on a continuum? Like, do you think that all of us have, um, and you said kind of ignoring it, but how, how can, how do you describe sort of that continuum from the normal human, is there such a thing as like the normal human condition of intuition? Like, like what JJ described, I knew I shouldn't have done the stairs. I did anyway. And I ended up getting hurt all the way to hearing, seeing, sensing, 
um, in an advanced sort of way or in a more complete sort of way? I don't know even the words to use, but do you think there's a continuum or what, what do you think about all that? Um, if you take a child who's born, an infant, they pick up all the information, even what's being said around them. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just, I want to say they're plugged in. They'll see things that they can't explain. Some people have a friend. By the time they go into the education system that judges you and it's left brain analytical, people begin to shut it down because mm -hmm. they want to align with others and belong and be a success. Um, mm -hmm. But the gift is always there because when you are born, you get at least one guardian angel. And that information will be overridden and your guardian angel will ping you, such as JJ saying, you know, perhaps not the stairs today, but the elevator's better or whatever. Mm -hmm. It may come as a feeling. It, you may hear it, taste it, smell it. You may see words. You may hear words. But everyone gets information in different ways, and those can be expanded. But the point is, if you pay attention to it, <clears throat> it expands, and it's basically for your whole life because we've all had experiences when we were a teenager or a young adult or middle-aged or older where you go, okay, why do I know this? Someone can say something to you and you just know it's wrong mm -hmm. or you know it's right. And there's a pure feeling in the body. The body will respond and override to let you know it's true. Like sometimes we, um, you feel like you have to, to go to an event, but some part of you does not want to go, but your ob obligation, you do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Your body will subsidize your intuition, actually shut down and make you end up getting sick or something will happen. Mm. You'll trip and fall, whatever. So that you honor that gut knowingness. Hmm. So it, it's there our whole entire life. The difference with a psychic per se is they pay attention to it. They see it for the gift it is. It's kind of like I call it a crib sheet in life, but in a good way. And when you mm -hmm. do that, you're, you uh, change from the logical mind, which tends to be more negative, to a feeling being, a sentient being. And then you sense and know much more. And then you bring the flow into your life and you get more clients and you sell more product or whatever it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. You attract people of a higher resonance versus the old you that was stuck in negativity with all the logical mind. Hmm. You may attract people so you go, okay, I don't want to deal with this. And it's showing you what you're hosting within. But I'm getting a little, I'm just <laughs> yeah. segueing away a little. So that yeah. intuition is just a powerful, powerful gift. So the the way you're talking right now is is interesting i you know a lot of people probably aren't going to hang out with people that speak like you're currently speaking right <laughs> um we have a friend named john who who also <laughs> is very into um this sort of what what i think he describes as like this other level right mm -hmm. it's that you know we all walk around with generally our five senses, right? And and we are assume that the things that we see and touch and hear is all that there is, right? And what you're alluding to and what, what John talks to, to me about a lot is that there's a whole other part of our human experience that isn't so obvious. And if you listen and if you're open and you can start receiving some of that, uh, there's a lot more context information and texture about life mm -hmm. in this other space well i have talk about that a little bit 
Or yeah, what is uh, well, your I take have a on different that? take because I fully died and came back to a cold body and came alive again. It did not change my reality. It made me believe in it more. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just it showed me more. Yes, this is the right way. You've been plugged in and known all along. Um, but I lost my train of thought. I- well, yeah, I guess what I'm kind of asking is this, like this idea of the sixth sense, right? You're talking about kind of like this sixth sense that, that people refer to. It's like a tapping in of a different part of More the More subtle and quiet part. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. let me explain. I was married to an engineer with 150 patents, and he was interested in all these alternative things in intuition, Casey. And then there's a point he said, I can't prove this out on paper, so it's not valid. The yogis from the East say have one foot in each world because when you die and come back, you realize uh, earth basically is a warp of measuring time and we're in a physical body. You know, they even measure the soul leaves the body. There's a weight. There is a very subtle weight loss. Um, So we all have it running. We just don't pay attention to it. It's there all the time. You get if you meet someone, you have a feeling. I just want to avoid this person. Mm-hmm. And your gut knows, okay, we're taking care of you. Avoid that person. Your mind will override and say, oh, no, be nice anyway. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And then you have the glitch. So it's whether you a friend, a romance, a business connection. If you go along with the gut, it makes it simpler. But yes, uh, we're focused on this time-space reality on Earth. And Earth is changing. The consciousness it's changing because the veil is being rent where a higher consciousness is coming in. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. even some people feel they're more intuitive now than they were before. Yeah. So yes, we focus in on this illusion. Like if I gave you, I, uh, if I had a dark room and I gave you a pen light, you only see that focus focal point. Well, that's the point we're living on. We're mm-hmm. really very multidimensional hmm. beings. The point is there's, I don't want to get too airy fairy about this, but the main thing is, um, we all hear, smell, taste. We have a sense of something. Like, I yeah, remember that's... having a favorite restaurant with, uh, they had clam chowder I loved. And you could taste, I could taste the consciousness of the cook when it changed. I knew if it was a different cook, I knew if he had a fight with his wife, it changed the taste of the soup. Like, even when we cook, we say put love in it. Mm-hmm. So the same thing, we're receiving, that's Claire Gustin's. Augustans, we're perceiving things in all kinds of ways, but our mind is busy chattering with the inner dialogue or the conversation we're having with the individual we're with and not always paying attention. It's not, it's running. It's like you have, yeah, I don't know, I, class. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Susan. I was just going to say, um, as you were talking about this, I feel like uh, in my coaching, what I, what I sense a lot is that people will have these little pings of intuition. They'll have little feelings of something. And the feeling is different enough than how they think that it scares them somehow. So like they'll get a they'll get a ping like, oh, this person doesn't like I feel like if I go in and talk to my boss, I'm not going to get this, you know, this project that I want. I just have this feeling. And 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 it seems to then go to something completely different. It seems like that root pure feeling or intuitive piece that comes to them very quickly, the way it manifests with the brain taking over is that the brain says, oh, that feeling's not right, or this is, I'm scared of that. And then they have a secondary reaction, which is fear. And that's the one that they focus on. They don't focus on the true feeling that came through first. They focus on 
the emotional reaction that they had to the sense. And that's where I think things go horribly amiss, or, or maybe that's being dramatic. Um, that's where things go sideways is because they're so focused on their reaction to something that then it, it gets all muddled. It's not a pure, it's not pure anymore. And then they're <laughs> afraid to continue to allow just that intuitive peace to develop without fear or without concern of their reaction being unfavorable. Yeah, we have those neurological downloads, neuroplasticity that from our first experience. So if you're three and you ask mommy for the piece of candy before dinner and she said no, I mean, that's, this seems overly simplified, but you will run that tape that if I ask for what I want or need, I'm not going to get it. So your gut will say, ask the boss. You said they, it, it will. Uh, like I had a client, she had a problem with the boss. And I said, you're running your tape before that's negative because he's never given you your full due. If you change, and this was a female, to I deserve the best, I'm going to shift to my intuitive knowing that I do that and my heart feeling and come from my heart speak center and gut. When I go in and meet with him, I'll, you'll get a different response. I had to validate that for her. And she, in fact, did get a different response. In fact, she was shocked that with the more she did this, the more that dynamic that was negative changed to something very positive. And then it also created for her another job with a boss who really appreciates what she's doing. And she ended up heading up her whole team. So what you're because saying she is she shifted to her yep. intuition, got knowing, and it ended time. up running a different frequency. Yes. Yeah. And so, then everything began to fall into place. Yeah. I, I think that's the key to this too, is to, um, is to notice that the, the energy or the, what you're putting into it in advance, like that's, I think, really hard for people to do that um, because we're so used to being in reactive states all the time. Well, so be, being more intentional to be proactive um, in your state of being, I think, is not very um, easy at first. Well, I think the mind makes it hard and it's so easy. We doubt it. Mm -hmm. Whenever you hit a simple truth, you go or you back. Like I said, I was looking for my adapter and I just said, OK, I'm going to let this go. Even if you have something lost, then all of a sudden your intuition will ping an hour later the next day. This is where it is. And you go find it. Now, I listen probably more attentively than some people do. But the point is. When you're, you're fearing something, you're going to attract more fear-based reality. Basically, mm. we're manifestors. Yeah, and you and I have talked a lot about that. Yeah. I think, I, stop right there. I think that is a really important thing that you just said. We're manifestors. And if, yeah. we, and if we fear something that isn't going to go well, that's the energy that we are infusing into it. And then that right. happens. So you guys, you guys have to pause and explain what manifesting is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, basically, we're. I'll back this up. When you go to the astral plane, you think something, you're instantly there, like when you're dying, you're a soul and to the higher realms. So the same thing's happening here, but in a denser way. So if you think you're going to get negative, basically, you'll get negative. From time to time, you're surprised because they'll override it because you're destined to have that peace. And why do but you think what, why do you think that is? Why do you think that if you think you're going to get negative, you get negative? Well, society values 
the left brain. I don't want to get overly, but you know, there's kind of a well, whole... no, keep put the cookies on the bottom shelf. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Like, yeah, it's a fear based reality. Don't do this, don't do that. You know, somebody's going to get you, God's going to get you if you're wrong, the vengeful God. You know, there's all kinds of scenarios that run through people's head. You want to have success in business, but you're fearing because somebody sabotaged you in grade school that you're really going to get what you want. If mm -hmm. you turn it over to, say, your soul, your high, your higher self, your guides, and then even like I would say, you know, divine source, because some people see God in a limited context, then it becomes, it overrides it to what's meant to be, even if someone has a negative pattern. So if you care less what other people think and say, I'm here for a reason, hmm. and the other piece beneath that is it's our intention. If mm -hmm. you're, if you, if you're running from your soul and intuition, it's sitting in your center, so to speak, mm -hmm. and ha having positive. And then if something comes to you that does not work, it's there for a reason. It's to show you something that you already know deep within you. And I know I'm getting a little deep again. <laughs> That's kind of my job. My work is to go to the mm -hmm. cause, not deal with the symptoms. <laughs> but if you do that, then things begin to fall into place. And usually people are shocked because it's so simple and so easy. Yeah. But the mind will say it's hard. When I it's say to a client, do something, they'll go, okay, give me the, give me the cliff notes on this so I can follow the instruction manual. Yeah. And I'll say, no, you, your intuition already knows how to go there. But we, we don't trust it and value it. We have to quiet the noise, the negative tapes. Sometimes I have to tell people literally, when you have a negative thought, give the positive interpretation equal time. Mm -hmm. So you begin to change your neuroplasticity into something positive. It's the same thing as like when you go to put something away that is important, you put it in a safe place. And then you think, oh, well, that's not the best place. I'll put this other place. When you go back to find it again, you go to the first place because you have that initial download. Yeah. It's the same thing with our life experiences. So we have to go back and look at, realize, clear those experiences, which is very easy. You just fall into it versus that head trip that goes over and over again. I never get what I want. Well, then your words are powerful. Thoughts are powerful. We are, that is a form of manifesting. But if you go instead into your heart and soul intuition and say, I'm asking according to my highest truth, whatever I need is in my highest and best interest or service, then it'll fall into the place in the best timing. In the best timing. I remember, timing. like, I'll give you a quick example. A woman called me for reading, this is quite some time ago, and I said, oh, I see you're going to Santa Fe in two months. And I said, when you do, and she interrupted, she goes, yes, I am. I said, you're going to meet your soulmate. So I elaborated on it somewhat. She called me back a week later and she goes, you're wrong. I said, pardon me, who's this? You know. <laughs> so, and then it was, she said, you, I, you said if I went to Santa Fe, I'd meet my soulmate. So I bought a plane ticket and I flew to Santa Fe. I said, well, wait a minute. That was in two months. Your <laughs> intuition would be working with you that you're open, receptive space, maybe working with that male individual. And he may not even be in Santa Fe right now, but he will be in two months. <laughs> These things you can't induce. She wanted something positive, but her mental body may try to make her force and induce it. So that's why even when I give people information or I get my own, okay, this thing's going to happen. I may think initially way back years ago, okay, well, what can I do to make it happen? Um, yeah. But I'm trying to help it, not force it. So you, uh, there's a divine timing in things. So and manifestation it, then to JJ's question is simply having 
uh, the openness to hear what is coming up and then allowing with the best of intention is sort of what you're saying. I think if you put out the wish with a, a deep, rich, profound, pure intention mm-hmm. and let it go and do not think of it, not your mind like, okay, I have to pray to God yeah, 47 times today or over the next month yeah, and then let it go. It will come to you in the very best timing and outcome. You ha- There has to be a degree of trusting and letting go, allowing someone. The same as if you use your intuition that says don't to engage with that person. You just allow them their truth and don't get invested in changing them or forcing the sale or whatever it is. Your intuition will always lead you the right way and usually in a very positive way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is super interesting. You, you've made me realize a couple of things like, like uh, your story about finding your headphone adapter like that i never realized it that's how i find stuff is when i lose something i i just think like i'll just i'll just let that go and it'll just come later like i'll find it later like i don't try to seek it because i know if i try to seek something i never can find it yeah but i'll let it go and then i'll just find it the next day like effortlessly (laughs) yeah your fear attention blocks But you just say, okay, that. it's going to work out. Yeah. Even people who are self-employed will say, well, the money always eventually comes. Me <laughs> being self-employed my whole life, if you let it go, let go, let God, they say, right? That's if you funny. let it Most go, and I had a whole episode about that. <laughs> then it comes, then it comes to you. You did have one? Yeah, we had, we had, a, we had an episode and we had never talked, the two of us had never talked about like how we think about money before. Yeah. And we had this whole episode about how we just our general approach is we don't worry about it and it just comes. Well, some don't and some <laughs> do. <laughs> well, the point is if the universe has got your back, your intuition is your link to the universe and it's always got your back. Oh, that's such and a great. it makes for an easy, peaceful life instead of the stress running, chasing, what if, what, what if, what if, yeah. you know, and so, how can I get it to come out the way I want? Susan, like (laughs) you've said a couple of times, like this intuition stuff is easy, right? It's, it's, uh, it's not complicated. So can you just walk us through like a couple of tips? Like what are some tips that you'd give somebody like me who maybe is way too much in their left brain or overthinking things too much? Like what are some, what are some of those like simple steps, baby steps, little actions I can do to work on? like letting go or, or calming down my, you know, my monkey brain and really leaning into my intuition? Well, first of all, I pull out the word work. And it starts with just being. Okay. When, when, you're, when your left brain analytical side's running, you're in the past. Whether you realize or not, you think you want your future, but your past is running. So you have to let that go and be completely in the moment. Because how much you're in that moment, you don't always realize consciously is manifesting your future. So if you're centered and in that space, you're actually affecting a positive future. Sliding the left brain, most people, I hear clients, mental body speak, that kind of noise that runs in the background, like, okay, you're not good enough. It's not going to work for you, you know, or worse. Some people's it's like kind of scary bad. Like I said before, if you give it the positive interpretation equal time, it helps you a lot. And I remember my guides told me to do that 40 years ago or more. And I, it took about two weeks and all of a sudden there was silence. And then I could really hear my intuition. 
Now, some people say that takes effort, but it's not that much. If you're driving half an hour to work and uh, you, you realize you just went into negative whirlpool mm-hmm. for a, a half hour, mm-hmm. then you just say, okay, on my way home or on Sunday morning, I'm, I'm going to go reframe those thoughts. Then the point is mm-hmm. to, uh, mm-hmm. the meditation is quieting the mind. Meditation is listening. I say to people, oh, well, I pray for this. I go, Praying is begging God and you're doing it over and over like God is stupid. God knows what you want better than you do. So our mental interpretations limit that. But if we simply sit, when you when you stare at the window drinking your coffee or tea in the morning and kind of zone out, you're in more that intuitive centered space. <clears throat> Meditation helps that. Meditation is listening. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you have to meditate. You can have wake, waking meditation where you're vacuuming or doing the dishes or driving things will come to you that you forgot about. Yeah, well, Just like true. when you start to yeah. fall asleep at night, mm-hmm. you remember, oh, I forgot to pay that bill. Oh, I have to make sure I do whatever. But if you remove it from your mind and write it down or put it on a digital recorder, then you feel free to fall asleep at night. Mm-hmm. So then this other simple and very important thing is to simply ask. I've <laughs> known of people who try to force their intuitive centers and we get information all kinds of ways. But the very simple truth is you say, I ask to be more aligned with my intuition or psychic abilities with good intentions to benefit myself and others. Mm -hmm. It begins to happen. We forget Mm -hmm. to ask and then to be open to receiving. And I can say to you how I get information has changed over the years because I see it unlimited and I get the information in unlimited ways Mm -hmm. versus some people who initially think they hear it or see it or, or get a feeling. And I only get it this way, not like you. I just said, okay, let me be of service to myself and others in whatever way possible. And it keeps, the gift keeps expanding and opening up more and more and more. <laughs> so it's always there. It's just quieting yourself enough to paying attention. And when you honor that gut feeling, just say, okay, this is a fun adventure. Or when your mental body's negative, say, duly noted and then move on don't attach to it just like people doing drama don't attach mm-hmm. i you know i acknowledge you and move on yeah observe so then don't. you become yeah. increasingly intuitive because you're valuing you're creating a different neurological pathway in your system that says i only honor my knowingness my feeling my father passed and he said to me clearly do not think feel mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. really the core piece yeah that's great I really like what you said about meditation because, you know, meditation is a kind of a, a big topic. Some people, it's it's really hard to get into. Um, mm-hmm. But Left brain analyticals? Talk- well, yeah. <laughs> and busy, busy mind. Before, it's like um, the thing that drives me crazy about modern technology and people being like totally addicted to their cell phones is that they're never giving their, their mind this like any break. Quiet. They're never giving that left side any any downtime to just sit um and calm down well to be present with the people you're at this is the only moment you have with those individuals so like little moments like you're saying like drinking your coffee i i like the example like standing in the line at the grocery store like just stand there yeah don't (laughs) be on your phone anything don't be on your phone (laughs) well even just stand there and then make the choice to maybe smile it changes you to uh more of a plugged in intuitive state and you may find you're actually pulling in more positivity and you're radiating that out for everybody else who's in the line. Mm-hmm. So there's so many opportunities for us to practice this in everyday yeah. life. Yes. How about play it? 
just play yeah. with it. Play with just being. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to innately, naturally honor that knowing gift that's like a really good thing we all have that's meant to really benefit us and give our life ease. We've been sold like, yeah, a, a told to drink the Kool Aid that we know Kool Aid isn't good for us. Just saying, we'll take control of your life, you mm-hmm. know, all these various things. And that's not valid. The valid yeah. thing is when you die, you take with you this whole feeling of, of good, intuitive love plug in. Truth, right. love, and light, I like to call it. I yeah. know it's going a little too far, but um, no, it's and that's not. what you take with you. It's not, did you pay your bill on time? Right. You lost yeah. your post-it note or whatever it is. You know, you missed the sale <laughs> with Bob or those are going to be moot. It's kind of like, I know we have to go, but there's another analogy. When you're rushing around to go get ready for a trip, you think of the 200, 2,000 things you got to pack and water and pay and sh- turn down and turn up. And when you get on the plane and you're above everything, it all seems so insignificant because you've gotten mm-hmm. on the plane with a change of underwear and clothes and a credit card. And if you needed that bed, you could have bought it. You could have yeah. just say, I'm going to just get on the plane and let go instead of being in a fear-based reality. Right. And that's how we are conditioned to do business. We're conditioned to do relationships. And then we can't understand why they're messed up. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Let go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is this has been a super fun conversation, Susan. I'm glad we we were able to have you on. I've I've heard obviously a lot about you from Melissa, um, so it's great to meet you. Well, it's um, nice to meet person. other beings of light. The light just shines out of you both. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. And for those that are interested in learning more about Susan, she has a website that we will put in the description of the podcast, as well as contact information if you would like to reach out to Susan to talk about. Um, either having individual readings with her or to get into a coaching relationship with her. She's active in that as well. And like I said, Susan has been my coach for a number of years. And I, um, I uh, quite honestly, and she doesn't like getting a lot of, uh, you know, external praise necessarily, but I would say that my coaching is to the depth that it is because of the work I've done with Susan. So I really appreciate you, Susan. Thanks so much for being with us today. Well, bless your hearts. Thank you for the invite. I enjoyed it. All good things to everyone who's listening. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring.